Blog Talk Radio.
Boston really gel with Carmelo before he was traded to, or before he left to New York. I, I mean, as long as the New York people are happy, as long as they're not complaining, I know they're mad at Tebow, much as the Jets are as well. What do you think about this? I don't get why they, I don't understand why everyone's like hating on Tebow. Like, yeah, you know what, he's a celebrity, and he, he probably he wants to be a celebrity. That poor guy just wants to get out of New York, I can just tell. Oh, yeah, that was, the, the, you had a feeling that this could end horribly, like, this could end really poorly. And he doesn't want to be, I don't think Rex Ryan wanted him. That's why he's not playing, he's sticking with Sanchez, even though he's been atrocious. And I even have guys like uh, Gar Matt I actually went on the record and said that, yeah, M- Mark Sanchez, easily our best option. I'm like, really? Because Sanchez has been, cra- has been trash. He's, been, he's had like a couple good games, and that's it. Every time, like, he, he hasn't gotten better than from his rookie year. He's a tr- he has atrocious pocket awareness. He's awful with the ball. Throws terrible uh, interceptions at the worst time. Fumbles a lot. I mean, the team's not going anywhere this year, and it's not going anywhere with Sanchez. And benching him is not like you're saying, all right, he's done. You you brought in Tebow, you traded a fourth-round pick. I know you wanted to use the Wildcat, even though you barely use him in that. Why not throw, throw him out there? This is what everybody said with the Broncos last year. The team's not going anywhere with Orton. Why not just throw out Tebow? If he sucks, you get rid of him. No big deal. If he's great, maybe you make, maybe you make a run. Who knows? I Even with what Tebow did last year. I don't think they'd make a run to the playoffs, but I mean, but then again, I can't project the future. But it's like there, there's really not much risk here. Maybe you ruin Mark Sanchez's confidence, but if he get, if his confidence is really ruined by this, then he's not going to make it. And he's he really hasn't been that good, anyways. He, I mean, he did a good job leading the team to the NFC Championship or the AFC Championship game his first two years, but like he didn't done much sense. Yeah, he hasn't done much sense. The team's steadily gotten worse, and which is obviously not all of Sanchez's fault. And to be fair, his weapons are off. It's got no receivers. The line's behind like crap. And they're not running the ball. But why not throw Tebow out there? What What's the worst that's going to happen? The team is not going anywhere where they're going right now. So, throw Tebow out there. If he's atrocious, then he's atrocious. Now, what's the big deal? Then he can go back to Sanchez. But, like, I mean, I... That's just, just my theory. I think that I don't get it. I know Rex Ryan didn't want Tebow there. That's fine. And I'm one of the relative Tebow defenders. I'm not Skip Bayless, like, where, oh, geez. where basically he's like, Oh, Tebow's Jesus! Oh, come back to save us! You know, I'm not like that. I think that he does... I think everyone, including myself, was sick with him with the whole media overhype. Um, but I really don't think a lot of that was his fault. I think that was ESPN pushing that. Because people want to watch it because it's a, he's different than every other star in the NFL. I mean, he's not a star, but he's a big name. And people know who he is. And so I really think that, you know what, why not? Just throw it out there. Rex Ryan, you may get, you could end up getting fired. Like Tandemom GM, you'll probably get be gone. So why not just play Tebow? What, again, what's the worst that can happen? I'll say, good thing you're a Pac fan. Otherwise. Oh, yeah, because, you know, Jets, Jets fans. Uh, they're very apoplectic, apoplectic, usually, Hi, you know, word. yeah, there you go, um, so I know Jets fans that have g- already given up on Sanchez, I know Jets fans that were hating on me for hating on Sanchez, like, oh no, he's good, he's good, and only like last week, like, yeah, no, he sucks, we gotta dump him, but like, I mean, 
if the team sucks, they if they lose the rest out, they get a top ten, top five pick, where they could, you know, get a, a really good player unless they mess up in the draft. Kind of successful. Yeah, I mean, he was he was relatively good. I wouldn't consider him a bust. Like uh, they've had many other busts. But you know what? Just play Tebow. Just just play Tebow, Jets, please. But um, going to college basketball now, and a good decent tip off for the uh, series of games. Duke beat Kentucky. Very surprised to see uh, Tyler Smith's Dukies do well. Yeah. Uh, Seth Curry dropping thirty plus. Uh, do you know who else did well? Uh, Syracuse. The uh, game you were talking about in Sports Zone, I think it was last week, the U.S. Yeah. Midway. And the being San Diego State by a uh, quite heavy margin. They're definitely a team to uh, be seen. And uh, for Thanksgiving games, not invitational. Yep. Do you know any of the teams in it? If so, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I have to take a look because I really. I did see it was North Carolina, Texas, USC, Illinois, Marquette are among the big name teams in it. And then uh, Patriot League's own Colgate is in it. Yes. Which is a joke. I don't know why. As much as American, because she'd be easily a fine institution to represent our conference in it. I don't see why not. Yeah, I'm taking a look at this uh, right here. Um, Colgate versus Illinois. I know that these games already have it. I'm completely, I'm, uh, I don't know, please, I'm lost, my brain's expanding. Did you see that John Calipari, uh, no, it was, um, well, Calipari, uh, bashed the Dukies from flopping, and then, uh, apparently one of the freshmen on Duke tweeted that Lil Wayne was, uh, cussing at him on the sidelines. Wow. Uh, you know, I mean, come on. Uh, What's Lil Wayne doing there? Shouldn't he be, I don't know, helping out society like a normal human being? I don't know. That's my what? college basketball beef. What? I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of his music, but I will say I do give him credit. I like him to a certain extent because he is a big Green Bay Packers fan. So he's on Green and Yellow. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, the Super Bowl. I remember that. Terrible song, but uh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But I'm like, hey, this is this is all right. But uh, the preliminaries are announced for the 2014-2015 Final Four in 2014. Yes. Uh, mad with that at the NCAA because it is in Dallas. It is not in North Texas. North Texas is not a city. I don't like when they name no, it. But Yes, which is a suburb of Dallas. That's true. Oh, you are living La Vida Loca. So, it should wholesomely have the name Dallas. Or the North Texas area. Makes me mad. Just like they did for the Super Bowl. Uh, I hope it'll take me a good solid few years to get over that. The Final Four comes in 2014 as mm-hmm. the regionals this year. Yeah. The Western Regional, I believe, or the Southern Regional is in uh, Cowboy Stadium. Uh-huh. But uh, the Garden is hosting yeah. the Eastern Regional in 2014. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, that was... Uh it was. It, it's been clear that the NCAA has been wanting to get tournament games in the Garden, a regional in the Garden, and they were were hindered off from doing so because the NIT would play their final, their final four there. But uh, now since the NCAA owns the NIT, they can then you know mix and match. But uh, yeah, they were they were real. They waited very late to announce for this year's NCAA tournament. Which end up will be in here down here in DC, which will be awesome. We'll scout for tickets. Hopefully, do the show live from there. Because there were reports that they were looking at that they really wanted to do MSG, but there I think there were concerns then with the NIT scheduling, of course, and also the renovations because they're still renovating. They renovate in the summer, 
And they also thought about doing having it at the Prudential Center in Newark, which is a sold really well when I had it a couple of years ago. To the Rock, it's your hometown. Yeah, the Rock. Well, it's not my hometown. Not your home home gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, yeah, it's a great venue and it got rave reviews. And they also were looking at the uh, the Barclays Center in Brooklyn for this year, as well as up in uh, Syracuse at uh, Carido. But they went with DC, and that led to a lot of people speculating. All right, maybe next year they're going to have it at MSG. So I really think that it'll be cool. I mean. MSG, one of the most famous basketball arenas in the country, if not the most famous. Actually, probably is the most famous. And one of the most iconic venues in the United States. And they're renovating right now, so they're bringing it up to uh, 21st Century Standard. So I think it'll be really cool. Really cool. I'd say the only other big arena was Reunion Arena, which is torn down no more in Dallas. And then the pit in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, that was a uh, famous, especially because you had uh, NC State when they defeated Houston. And five slam jamma. Yeah, five slam jamma. Jim Valvano, you know, looking for someone to hug. And, uh, yeah, well, the Pit's a great venue because they always have, because it's weird how it's set up. They set up like it's really steep, so it's really loud. And, uh... I think the uh, first rounds were there because that's when uh, Colorado beat yeah. Andy. Yeah, that's where they were uh, yeah, in last year's tournament. And then uh, you mentioned the Carrier Dome. They actually have the Eastern Regional for... Yeah. 2015. Another notables are FedEx Forum, which is uh, where Memphis plays. Yep. It'll be 2014. Uh, Staples Center gets one, uh, Western Regional in 2015. Yeah, it's weird. They're going back to back with the uh, LA region uh, regionals because they're having one year it's in uh, Anaheim and then one year it's in LA. But uh, yeah, because they're having the fun, uh, West Regional, I believe, this year. Yeah, this, this year in LA. So that should be interesting because uh, it's not a huge college hoops town. What I'm really surprised with is uh, that they're going to have tournament games, not next year, but the year after. They're going to have uh, second and third round games in uh, Seattle at the Key Arena, which I thought was very surprising because, you know, the NBA, they left there. That arena has been kind of de- it's been deemed, uh, you, know, you know, it's not good enough for current standards. So I was surprised that the NCAA having tournament games, even though it is a great basketball town. So I thought that was kind of all right, yeah, good to see you got basketball back in Key Arena. But we'll end the show on two things. Uh, tweets from Flo will be a little different because I have something interesting that when Todd's man are Googling uh, on in Don Marcus's class. But uh, the yes. Hope's... Did you hear about your girl Hope Solo? I did. That has got to be one of the most bizarre stories. I was reading it, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. I, I can't believe this. And not like... I can't believe it's shocking. Like, you literally, it's just, it's absurd. So basically to timeline this for the fans that don't know, I want to say it was on Monday night that uh, the police reports are saying yeah. that uh, Solo was uh, sexually assaulted by her fiancé. Was it sexually assaulted? Or I, I, thought thought it, I thought it was just like hit or something. Yeah, like assaulted assault. by uh, Seahawks tight end Jeremy Stevens. Or I don't even. Or, I don't. Or former Seahawks tight end Jeremy Stevens. He's not even in the NFL. He hasn't been in the NFL for a couple of years, and he's had a long record of uh, problems with law. And then on a Tuesday, USA Today reports that uh, this is out in the open, and that pictures were coming out of uh, court with Stevens in uh, the yellow jumpsuit and everything, all online, newspapers. Uh, next day, apparently, they get married. Yeah, it was. It's <laughs> like 
And I po and I commented this on a friend's status and got a few likes. Like, you know, it's not often that you have the old uh, beat your fiance, get married, two step, but uh, it's just I I don't understand it. They had an altercation apparently because uh, yeah, it was Monday about 3:45 a.m. And it's about where they would live, and I'm like. I'm thinking if you're Hope Solo, you're marrying a guy, and then the day before you, you, you like, there's an altercation. I don't know exactly what happened, but there's a clear altercation. And so I, I would have thought that would send red flags, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe this could end happily. It doesn't seem like it will. Because it's just like, I mean, come on. The guy hate you. And then you were marrying him the next day. Don't, don't you, at any point you would think, and yeah, they'd already applied for a marriage license, but like, don't you think, maybe two this and is, two together, maybe yeah. this is not a great idea. But again, what do I know? Lord knows I am not the person for romantic advice. As not true. Know. Not true. Apparently I give decent romantic advice. I just can't apply it for my life. So, kind of a quandary. Flow is still single, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. But uh, apparently not on Twitter, which is where we'll end the show. Uh, when Tyler Tamir and I were Googling around, oh, God. I in Ben Florence because we had our blog segment for um, Don Marcus's sports writing class. Yes. You should have mentioned my blog. We tr- it's a thing. He wants us to do, like, a sports-specific blog. Okay. And we thought, well, if Flow could make, like, a section of Flow 360 just dominant-specific, like, just channel... So you have you have Beefo 360, you have your post, but if you just made like a link for college football and then sent that to him, because he wants like he wants like quirky ones. Like I had one on NASCAR. Uh, no idea. Talked to me. I took the easy way out and did a column. Uh, little, little some people did a uh, Baltimore Ravens blog, but uh, googling Ben Florence, we noticed that there is another Beefo on Twitter. Oh really? This is news to me. Exactly, it was news to us too. Uh, just to paint the picture for it, his picture, uh, he has no background, so I thought I'd see a new, uh, new user. His background is a doodle drawing of someone flashing the middle finger, giving him the bird, no wild turkey. Oh, wow. On a piece of notebook paper. Oh, this is great. Uh, has 14 tweets, most of them are retweets. Oh, that's Uh, follows 211 people, has about 26 followers, but, uh, our Ben Florence is Beeflow360, he is Beeflow77. Oh, and uh, finding one of his tweets, one of his ones was, uh, Richmond Tigers, you're killing me, bunch of SOBs, hashtag AFL Tigers Sons. So apparently he tweets about sports as well. Much oh like God. And another one was, um, congratulations to the Help from the Underground team and Clit Hutch. Uh, great night for the cause. So... This guy is going toe-to-toe with our own B-Flow. We've got to get Flow. We're starting a campaign now to get Ben, to get the real Ben Florence verified with the uh, little blue check oh, by it. Much like Scott Van Pell has the, uh, his Twitter handle is yeah, the, uh, the not fake SVP. Not the fake SVP. We're going to do that for Ben Florence. Uh, uh. So once again, that'll do it for all of us here at Fanatic Radio. We are gone next week. As you going home for Thanksgiving? I am. I'm heading back to the old New Jersey. Um, yeah, good old Jersey. You're heading back to uh, Lone Star State? Not till December 19th. Ah. I'll be here, but we're taking the week off because uh, family's coming up into town. Oh, ah, okay. And who knows, okay. maybe we'll have a surprise for uh, the fans still out there. Previews some exciting uh, Maui Invitational, uh, Old Spice Classic down in Orlando. Always good preseason tournaments. Despite American University, 
barely beating Mount St. Mary's, which is a joke. Danny Munoz, 10-plus turnovers, hits the game-winning free throws at the end. So, crazy series of events. Needless to say, this could be a pretty long year of American basketball. CJ McCollum's doing great, though. He had a 17, and 17 in a loss against Pitt, which Pitt is a very good Big East team. He dropped 36 in his season opener against Baylor, although they lost. And I believe he dropped 28-26 against Robert Morris. They will be... Oh, they were in the preseason in IT. If they were to beat Pitt, they would have gone to New York and actually played in the Garden. So, interesting to follow uh, McCollum. Yeah. As you mentioned earlier in the show, Bucknell upset Purdue. And I want to... you mentioned. And I want to say uh, they're still undefeated. There you go. So, uh, once hey. again, problems here at Fnatic. <laughs> once again, uh, Volleyball plays the Patriot League Tournament. Hopefully they'll win so we can keep uh, giving them props on this show and hopefully I get to call another NCAA game. Knock on wood if they win. Do well. Colgate this weekend. Uh, Saturday and Sunday those to the semifinals and final games. But once again, Smack Radio brought to you by Oddwell, the Radio program from Proctor Gamble for the notorious Ben Florence. I'm Michael Gardner saying so long. We'll see you next time.